What Let's time go. is it? I'm do my best Gareth impression with you. Hey. Oh, hello! Welcome to episode 22 of Improv O'Clock with the makeup artists. I'm Rob. The rest of this lot will be dangerously off script. They are Maddie, Josh Blanchard, Harvey Marsh, and Jimothy McJim Jim Hind. For those of you with a delicate ear, you will need to be aware that there will be lots of bad words. Don't say you weren't warned. How come Maddie didn't get her full name? <laughs> That's absolutely fine to protect my identity, but I've never been first on the list, and that meant a lot for me. Thanks, Rob. That was nice of you, Rob. Now we enter a section of the podcast called Questions O'Clock. This week, we delved into the depths of a well-known Ask Me Anything site. So, Maddie, how do I calculate the fair price of a girlfriend? How do you calculate the fair price of a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so girlfriends, they have, they have going rates. If you want hand-holding, that is, that is £5. If you want a compliment, that is an extra £2.50 on top of that. You can get the golden package, which is for emotional stability. Okay, but that will cost you fair bomb, Rob. I like it. I like it. That's profound. That's empowered. I like it. How much is a reach around in a bathtub, do you think? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think you're talking about girlfriends here. I think you're talking about girlfriends. Does that not come under the bracket of emotional stability? (laughs) I need it to be. Bathtub stability, maybe. Yeah, it's got to be a stable bathtub to hold those shenanigans. (laughs) Wow. What sort of unstable bathtubs are you getting into? Ones with three legs. I can't afford the fourth leg, so we may do. I mean, it's still posh to have a bath with legs. Ours is just on the floor. I was joking. I don't actually have a bath. I just have a shower. <laughs> that's, that's the most mental joke I've ever made in my life. <laughs> I got you. I don't have a bath. <laughs> it's not a brag. I'm genuinely sad that I don't. Right, let's try this question. Josh Blanchard. Yeah. I heard that in the Middle Ages, noblemen would wipe their asses with ducklings. Is this true? Um, I actually have a book called Bum Fodder, which is um, actually a brief history of the toilet paper. And in the stories of Gargantua, that were written by a monk, he's a big giant, he says the best thing to wipe an arse on is the down, the down, what are they called? Are they called down feathers? Yeah. On a goose's neck. Yeah. So uh, I don't think it's that far of a leap to think that they probably did. And that's with the adult ones. Would they well, use the little babies? How are you going to catch them? Mum duck's yeah. not going to be happy. And they're pretty fast. Or that, that might just be me being slow. <laughs> Chase ducks a lot, huh, Josh? Never caught one yet? Uh, One day I will, Maddie. One day I'll have a duck of my own. (laughs) Until that day, I'll just keep chasing them in the park. (laughs) Juicy Jimmy Jim Jim. During aeroplane turbulence, how do atheists keep calm? 
Oh, um, they do three things. Um, the first, obviously, is they do some some nice uh, breathing exercises. I'm assuming that by the question you mean that they don't say, "Oh God, please help me," or start praying. Um, so, so yeah, it's breathing exercises uh, followed by uh, yoga, and and if if all else fails, um, they go and invade another country. Oh, like it? <laughs> like it? It's one of those crazy things that I know quite a few atheists of the peoples. Um, and how often they say the words, oh God, and God help me, makes me really chuckle. Um, because you know for sure he's not answering any of their calls. He's, uh, he's ghosting them through and through. And uh, mm. it makes me sad because sometimes they just want, want a little bit of help. Um, Harvey. I want to be a good, polite vampire. Where do I begin? Well, to be a good, polite vampire, I suppose you need to, to ask everybody's permission before, before you sink the fangs. Um, you could also, I mean, you could think about kind of giving them, you know, like when you go and take blood or donate blood, you know, run a bit of a service like that, so give them a nice comfy chair, you know, let them, give them a bit of warning of when you're going to do it, give them a nice biscuit when you're done. And uh, make sure they don't collapse and send them on the way. Love it. Fantastic response. I will note that for um, a, couple of, a couple of days' time. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Can you add that in? Because that's a horrendous sound. Yeah. Um, our first game today uh, is a game called Styles. Maddie and Josh will be playing this game. Um, they will create a scene. At intervals, I will say, freeze, and change the style of the scene. These two will adapt to that. In this game, you are guests at a group yoga retreat. Okay, ready? Yeah. Should we start? Give me some energy. I said, are you ready? Yes, yes. we are. We've got oh Josh God. in this are corner. We've ready? got Buddy in this corner. Are you ready for Josh and Buddy? Are you ready to walk Let's go, styles and action. Namaste, Joshua. This is a beautiful place to relax and take in the greenery. How are you? I am well, my darling, my seedling. How are you? I'm feeling so in touch with my chakras right now, Maddie. I can't even explain it. Even the one in my toes, it's going mental. My amethysts may be heavy in my pockets, but my soul is not. She's well, not tied beautiful. to anything. Thank you. Freeze. That was lovely. That was relaxing. I was really enjoying that. However, if I listen to it much longer, not because it was boring, but because it's so relaxing, I might fall asleep. So let's try and mix it up <laughs> a little bit. I would like the new style to be horror movie. Oh, God, Maddie. Josh. I think there's something other than amethysts in your pocket. <laughs> or am I just pleased to see you? I don't know. Is that a knife? It might be. Prepare to die, Joshua. Tweet, 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 tweet. I'm going to carefully step off my yoga mat, then roll it up, then pick it up, then run away. It's not just your bad energy that's going to die tonight, Josh. Prepare to be killed with kindness. Freeze, freeze, freeze. Um, I, do you know what? It's just, it's just, 
it's just I need to go and change up a little bit more. So um, I would like this one, you know, as I've got um, the two probably most uh, angelic voiced um, people here, I would like to hear this yoga retreat scene um, in the form of a West End musical. My dear, shall we get into Warrior 2 pose? Joshua, nothing would please me more than seeing your pointed toes. Remember to move from plank position to downward dog. Just be careful of that splintery log. Ow! <laughs> I touched the splintery log. I'm in so much pain. Please, madam, can we get some first aid? Just put a crystal on it. It'll fix it up. Oh, sorry. I was hitting the chorus, oh, no. Rob. Oh, no. I regret freezing at that point. That was an amazing little moment right We're there. We're about to hit a gospel <laughs> thing. It was going to be incredible. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, so I froze it. I'm going to warm it up a little bit. And I am going to say, Blanchard, I would like you to go and um, stick with musical, right? But Blanchard, I want gospel. And Maddie, I would like a rap musical. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Blanchard, a bit of gospel, Maddie, a bit of rap. Let's go. Oh, well, I hurt my hand on an amethyst. It was really sharp. Why did they give me this crystal? I just wanted to relax. Now there's an amethyst in my ass. <laughs> Ooh now, now. Jock got an amethyst in his hand. He's really hurting his plaster, yo. Yo, he's a plaster, yo. I feel Come the chakras hitting me, Lord. Let me get into plank position. And praise thee on high. Oh, it's the head chakra. That one that looks like a third eye. Oh, it's the heart chakra. It's in the middle of your body. Take over, Maddie. What's up, digging it all? He's singing about the chakras. And freeze. Um, Looney Tunes. Anything to do with Looney Tunes, cartoon, oh, wildness. What's up, Josh? Oh my god, it's the yoga master! <laughs> the Pazzy, the Pazzy. <laughs> That's the best I can do of a Daffy Duck. And scene, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you much. I want to go and see what how was that was supposed to do. I can't do any Looney Tunes impressions. <laughs> I, I want to see how that would work out. That oh, I was... should have done Tasmanian Devil. I can do that. That was both. That was both. Jim looks like he's having an existential crisis. I mean, um, half, is, half, I think, nailed it the most in the fact that he put his phone down, stood up, and he's walked away. <laughs> what was I supposed to do in that moment? You know what? I don't know. The next game is. Oh my god! I've now I've I've psyched myself out of it. <laughs> I'm gonna have some chips and put myself on mute. <laughs> Shall we crack on with game number two? All right, guys, it is time for a new game. 
Brought to you especially by uh, your true host, um, Rob. Um, you are welcome. I made this game up all by myself um, with no help from anyone else. So this is called a mixed up monologue. Um, just as a little disclaimer, I did not make it up by myself. Um, this was a team effort. So I don't remember being involved in creating the game. Did I did do that? I said everyone. Um, this is in the private chat um, with everyone oh, except cool. Blanchard. So um... that's okay. I mean, I understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, my friend. I'm joking. Go cry in a second, but don't take that as because of what you said, even though it was fantastic. Fantastic. So okay, right. I'm going to redo that bit again because I scuffled it, and then we're going to go straight into it. Right. Right. Our second game is called Mixed Up Monologues. In this game, all the makeup artists are going to tell a story together. But something has gone terribly wrong. I will call out the name of an improver who will continue the story from where the previous one left off. So, give me a big hell yeah, if you understand. Hell yeah! yeah. Ditto. Fantabulous. So I'm going to start off today with the one, the only Ratmaster, Harvey Marsh. Once upon a time, in a galaxy far, far away, there was a human called Frank. His second name was McBlogging. Frank McBlogging. Frank was walking along one day and he thought to himself, My. My, do I have a naughty secret? That's right. <laughs> Frank McPloppy was secretly an arsonist. <laughs> He'd been harbouring these feelings for some time, setting off small fires in bins and <laughs> catching raccoons and making rings of fire around them and chanting strange words. But now freeze. he wanted to do... Freeze, freeze, fucking freeze, motherfucker. <laughs> and now he wanted to do nothing else but set fire to many, many things. And so he, he decided to go down to his local arson warehouse and picked up all of the paraphernalia <laughs> he might need, including oil and fire. It was a good mix <laughs> of oil and fire. He was going to spread that across a place of worship. And so he took the oil and the fire to this place of worship and he said, let there be light. And it was good. But everybody in the place of worship actually rejoiced at what he did, for he had lit many lanterns that had been quenched for so long, quenched of light, quenched of fire, and he brought warmth to the church and the people, and they rejoiced and they... Blanchard. They rejoiced and they were happy. A lot of pe other people, though, wanted to call Frank McPloppy a terrorist. To those people, Frank Please. simply said, Bobby Marsh. I am no terrorist, but I am the fire giver. And then, with an almighty crack, in came the Ice King himself, Dave Icy Sun. <laughs> Dave Icy Man started firing armour at all the candles that Frank McLaughlin had lit. Oh no, what on earth are you doing? said Frank to Dave. Oh, I'm just putting out your fire, because how dare you even think about having warmth? And everything in my life is cold and dark. And it reminds me of my childhood. Praise Maddie. It reminds me of my childhood in the dead of winter when I lived in my house of stick. Well, I'm so sorry to hear about that, Dave McIsey McDave. 
Yes, well, my teeth are constantly chattering from the bitter cold. <laughs> I can't, can't, can't listen to it anymore. I loved it. It was fantastic. Enjoyed it. I want to know what happens to Dave. Fab. Where are you going, Rob? Why are you standing up and leaving us? <laughs> I, can't. I can't. I'll be back in a minute. I can't. I can't. <laughs> he hated it that much. <laughs> What's actually happened? I can't believe this! <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor soul probably needed a piss, but he didn't quite know how to... <laughs> he didn't want to say. That's alright, I'm used to people leaving. Arr, 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 testicles. Wow. Impressive piece of audio that links two pieces together. Wow. This is an improv clock, this is my second podcast. How to headbutt pigeons. Wow. Lib. <laughs> Have we, are we done? Oh no, there's another Hello. game in there. Welcome to uh, Improper Croc. I just wanted to go in there. Have we started again? No, Josh, I'm just oh. saying things. It's what the whole podcast is about. Oh, stop. stop. You stop. Don't <laughs> oh, make me. I hate it when mummy and daddy fight. It's, it's okay, we're all friends here. Right, let's move on to game number three. Our final game uh, is called Blind Dates. Oh no. That's nice. Oh no. Always been one of my favourites. Mike, we'll try that again. <laughs> I was confused because it said person A, and I, I, I was like, is this where I need to go and pick someone? And I, I was confused. Yes, you need to Let's choose somebody. Okay. Let's try again. Oh. And our And our final game is blind dates. Jim is a skeleton looking for love. However, their <laughs> possible suitors are strange and Jim will need to guess who they are. Jim Have you forgotten who wrote this one? You've forgotten that I might not pay attention to anything that you've gonna said. That's very true. Um, <laughs> I, I, it has to either be Maddie or Harvey because I, I. Jim, I, remove I... your headphones. For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, play, I'm, I'm playing the one wild card that I have, and I'm using it now. <laughs> oh, Jim! Us. Did you say Jim was a skeleton? Jim, can you hear us? I can hear you. Do you really want me to do this? Jim, yes, fuck off. Okay, Go away. Okay, control everything. Get the fuck out of my way. All right. Wait, right, does Jim, gonna Jim write this? Does he not yeah, know? I know. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm playing my one wild card slot, right? So um, I promised Jim I would stick to the script, which I've done so far. So this is my moment to shine. Or oh, also to nice. really piss him off. Right. Um, so excited. He's also got one thing in here, which is like massive capital letters. Right, which I need to go and do. So I'm going to use it, but I'm going to twist it around a little bit. Jim has written down, um, Blanchard, um, you are a Girl Scout selling cookies who is possessed <laughs> by the devil, right, which I really like. So I'm not going to twist it too much, but listen closely. Instead of being a Girl Scout selling cookies to the devil, you are the devil yeah. selling cookies to a Girl Scout. 
Mm -hmm. Am I possessed? Is the devil possessed by a Girl Scout or am I just selling cookies? You are the devil. Yeah. Possessed by a Girl Scout selling oh. cookies to a different Girl Scout. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so right. Jim is a Girl Scout. You're the devil pretending to be a Girl Scout. You're going to sell him cookies. Um, cool. Harvey. Harvey, are you there? Harvey, can you hear me? Harvey. Oh, fantastic. Harvey, in this game, you are going to be um, a man who likes to shake up fizzy drinks um, and give them to people as a big old prank. <laughs> and Maddie, in this game, you are going to be world's best hairstylist, but... You're also a massive gangster. What the heck? That's right, Maddie. You're a gangster hairstylist, best in the world. <sighs> okay, 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 okay. Right, guys, I've gone off script. If this fucks up, we're all doomed. So let's give Jim a wave and let's get him back in. Let's go. Come on, Jim. Beckon, beckon. Beckon, beckon. Josh. I spent a lot of time, effort and energy. What? Be nice. Oh, it was nice. Jim, they were loving. Okay. I was lovingly flipping them. Jim, it's okay. Maddie, it's... Sorry, what was he doing? He was being a rude boy. Was he? One second. Yeah. <laughs> if he's rude. rude. What were you doing? I wasn't being rude. What were you doing? You were doing the what? I'm not telling sign you. Maddie, why are you such a grass? <laughs> <laughs> Stop telling him stuff. You were being naughty. I'm telling the teacher. I'm telling you off to the teacher. All those fucking kids in primary school that go, Om, every time something happens. <laughs> they say, Om. Yes, they say, I, um... Everyone's least favourites. I just want to say, Blanchard. Blanchard, are you listening? Really, That's strike two. I'm not um, strike two. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. I do. I, I, mean, I... I love you. Jim, I basically explained this is my one wild card play in this podcast. I've talked to the script um, here on through. This is my okay. one wild card play. I'm sorry, I had to do one. That's fine. Um, I'm glad but, that you did. Um, also, I wanted to get you involved more. So, Jim, you are skeleton. You've got three fantastic blind dates set up. Off you go when you're ready. Um, okay. Um, contestant number one. Why are you nice? Nice? I'm nothing but nice. <laughs> I am the Lord of Darkness. Would you care to buy a box of crispy mid thins? <laughs> I'm, I'm selling them to raise money for a charity that gives wigs to hairless horses. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do you seven boxes for the low, low price of eight boxes. So I need to give you, hang on, I need to give you eight boxes in return for seven boxes. Yes. <laughs> I am truly evil, but I support good causes by selling chocolate treats. Okay, thank you very much. Contestant number two, um, if you were to have a long walk on the beach, which beach would it be and why? Oh, 
I, I think it would probably be the Fanta del Sol. And then we could walk along and you could have a, a nice bottle of Sprite or or some Coca-Cola if you rather. Okay. Um, contestant number three. Um, what's your favourite drink? <sighs> so pleased you asked. I love a whiskey on the rocks. But let's cut straight to the point. Okay, you are going to be robbing my heart and Banks if you let me do your air right now. Just a quick shave. Back and sides. Business in the front, party in the back. You'll love it. I'm, I'm not sure I will. I, I, I like my hair where it is. Contestant uh, number one, I think I know who you are. Um, and if that is the case, then uh, can I repent? No! You are cursed for all eternity! <laughs> Minions! Other tiny girls! Come, swarm this man and throw the stale cookies at him we didn't manage to sell! That's right! Hit him in the head with the nut clusters! <laughs> uh, contestant number two, if you were to make me a three-course dinner, what would it be and why? Um, I think I'd start with something, something fizzy, something nice and fizzy. Um... Maybe a kind of Fanta, if you please, while I just step back, though. Step back while you open that kind of Fanta. And then, then for main course, maybe some, some nice meat with a, with a Sprite jus. Um, but I'll just walk back again before you open that bottle of, of said Sprite. And then for dessert, I think something like maybe, maybe a dandelion and burdock. Everybody likes a bit of that, don't they? But just, just step back before you open it. Contestants. Number three, if you were to try and uh, chat me up, what, what chat-up uh, line would you use? And uh, do you think it would be effective? I'm changing my accent. Okay, I'm going to go more a little bit like this, more like this. Okay, okay, my name's Tony. Nice to meet you. My best chat-up line, i got to tell you, that you were absolutely stealing my heart like the banks that I stole from earlier today, but not before I gave that guy a really great haircut. I'm talking with the fire and that fancy little blanket you put over his face. So I'd say you are stealing my heart, much like I stole from the banks just earlier this morning. Okay, thank you very much. Do you have any idea who any of these fine dates might be? Or um, do you want to die would... alone? Uh, I, I am going to die alone, uh, but that's a, a different story for a different day. <laughs> um, is Josh Blanchard uh, the devil selling Girl Scout cookies? Oh, not quite. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. No. So, <laughs> so you're really close. But um, actually, um, Blanchard is a um, Girl Scout that possessed the devil who is selling cookies. So um, <laughs> you're so close, Jim, but no cigar. Okay, fair enough. Um, is Maddie a mob boss and also a barber at the same time? I'll give you that. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. So Maddie is, in fact, the number one gangster um, hairdresser in the world. <laughs> Fair enough. And, uh, and Harv, um, I have absolutely no idea. Is he, does he absolutely love all forms of fizzy drinks, but has a slight bit of OCD when it comes to spillage, and he hates uh, <laughs> <laughs> getting it down himself? You're close at the start, um, and then you took a 
sharp left. And um, so Harvey is in fact a man who uh, likes to go and shake up people's fizzy drinks as a big old prank. For fuck's sake. <laughs> if you guys can see Jim's face, it is fucking priceless. And, I mean, uh, how the hell was I meant to guess that? It gave you some good clues. He oh, okay. off, offered you drinks and then told you to run away. Um, he did bloody well, you, Jim, because, yeah. Rob, you were the most niche guy in the whole entire bloody world. They were so <laughs> obscure. Oh, I'm sorry. At the same time, you were so close to Blanchard's, Ron. Um, surprised you didn't get it, seeing the fact that you wrote all of those words just in a different order. Um, <laughs> really... Really close though, mate. Really close. Although it does now mean I've got two spare um, quirks for, for, for next week. Actually, Jim, I've done this all because I was thinking of you. You are very welcome. Thank you very much. You big old jobs. Um, if you ever want me to write quirks in the future, um, let me know and I will uh, spit them out like I do. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're still listening to Improv O'Clock with the makeup artists. Aren't they a lovely bunch? And now, what's some more dramaticness? And now, we come to the part of the podcast, which is also known as the end. But before we end it all, um, we need to get on to a little discussion. These guys have proven that they will argue about absolutely anything. There is so much we've argued about, um, and every so often um, we like to go and bring them up just to go and spite each other. So today, this question comes in from Danny from Grimsby. Danny's a longtime friend, um, and I'm glad he actually went and commented this one because he's been speaking to me about it for a while. So, Danny, let's go. You have 60 seconds to ruin a wedding party. What is the game plan? Discuss. What's wrong with Danny? What a question to ask. I know. I've heard that he actually goes and listens to, to the podcast um, when he does the washing up. Um, oh. which, is, which, is, which is mental. There's so much risk to, to that. If you need to go and skip a bit, wet fingers, fucked. Yeah, that's um, true. What if you're doing it on your Alexa, though? That's how I do it. Listen to the podcast on your Alexa. It makes me feel like I'm famous. I like it. I do exactly the same thing, Josh. (laughs) Oh, Maddie. Yes, I'm so glad someone else does. (laughs) I'm not allowed an Alexa because my other half thinks that um, they're going to steal our brains, datas and thoughts. Um, So, what, what on the average day do you think about, Rob? In all fairness... At the same time, I feel like even like an all-knowing computer, if it knew my thoughts, it would instantly be terrified. And even the AI would go, nah, fuck this shit. These guys are Well, that's a good point for you. Um, I would be like (laughs) reporting to like Alexa headquarters. So what did you hear from Josh today? Oh, well, he he was talking about tofu for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be shit like that. Gets nothing from me. He did a hearty oh. belt around 12.30. <laughs> but although I love having a conversation, this round is not called conversations, it's called discussions. So discuss the bloody topic. Wedding party. Okay. Wedding so party. 60 seconds to ruin 60 seconds. to ruin a wedding. That's not oh, enough it. time. I, I need, like, is, is that 60 seconds going in blind? At, at what part of the wedding are we doing this? Does it matter? 
right, um, let's put in some context. So let's okay. say, for instance, first off, you are sitting there, right? You're sitting there, you're at the ceremony, you know, the bride's not come in yet. She's just about to come in. There are only two things that you need to do. Two things. Number one, run up to the groom and pull down his trousers. A good and groom is wearing going, a decent yip, yip, belt. Yip, yip, Classic. Yip, yip, yip. Okay. I think Secondly, that would enhance the wedding, if anything. Trip that sounds. the flower girl the fuck up. Trip her up. Stick your little leggy out into the aisle. She's walking down. That's brutal. And trip her up. That is quite. I mean, are you just going gonna... to ruin it? Okay. Yeah, that is I don't a good think point. that would ruin it. That's more of a mild in- inconvenience. Like instead of like you know stealing someone's car, you just move it round the corner. It's more of an inconvenience. Like it's still there. The wedding will still go ahead. Um, just. The groom would, you know, be trouserless and the uh, girl would probably be in tears. Um, yeah, I've well, got... sometimes I don't say thank you when people hold the door open for me. Holy shit. Oh my Did God. you say the bride's not there? Yeah, the bride's not. According to Rob, the bride isn't there yet. You ask for some context. I, in my head, it's that bit where you sit down, right? The groom's standing there, shit in his pants, right? Or right, Maddie's okay. doing it, he's just shit on the floor. And, and, at that moment is when you realise, I have to ruin this wedding. This wedding cannot go ahead. I, you don't have to start, start 60 seconds from there, but you've got the time of the ceremony to go and do it. I've got a story of how I actually almost ruined a portion of the wedding, but it wasn't my fault for once. Not shot. Let's go. So, as some of you may know, I was the best man, or one of the best men at um, Adam Shah's wedding. And uh, <laughs> I was the ring bearer as well. And I spoke to the kind registrar lady and said, what do you want me to do? Um, she said, right, okay, so you bring the rings up and you leave the box open and they have to take the rings out. And I was like, okay, didn't think too much of it. But then I realised uh, very quickly that the room was quite small, there wasn't a lot of space, and I had no way of getting back up and down for, <laughs> for the whole time they were exchanging rings. And the registrar decided that they were going to do their whole exchanging of vows and putting the rings on whilst having me stood there. So I had to stand awkwardly <laughs> in front of the bride and groom, <laughs> smiling, <laughs> holding a ring box open <laughs> whilst they exchanged their vows and put the rings on. At the time, it was embarrassing enough. But then I looked at some of the wedding photos, and there's <laughs> of all the photos of them in changing rings, there's just me stupidly smiling <laughs> away, looking incredibly <laughs> awkward. So that's how you almost do it in 60 seconds. Get a registrar who makes you stand there with a <laughs> ring box, looking awkward as oat. I love that. Talking about Adam Shah's um, pictures from his... I don't know, I also hear there's a wonderful picture of you absolutely dashing confetti in his face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, like, full-blown it's, uh... thing, like, Happy Gilmore was, you know, throat, like, it was yeah. powerful. It's powerful, a slow-motion video of me doing it, too. Oh, um, I love it. Of everyone throwing confetti up in the air and me taking one step forward and lobbing a handful of confetti as hard as I could into my best friend's face. I'm pretty... I love that. Right. So far, you know, with my inconvenience, we've ruined some pictures. I want the whole wedding ruined. I want everyone to be like, we need to write to the newspaper of how fucked this wedding is. I've got it. 
You only All have I 60 need. seconds. You've, you've, only got 60 seconds to, you've only got 60 seconds to make it happen. No make worries. Happen. Yeah, All I need. Before, Harvey? What was that, Harvey? The, the day before, I'd have a big curry. Big curry day before. <laughs> uh... Then, while the, the flower girl is not looking, I'll take her flower box, do a massive shit in the flower box. <laughs> if I can't make myself sick, I'll be sick as well. And oh, then as she's going down God. the aisle, she's going to throw shit and sick over all the guests. So there's not going to be anybody there to witness the wedding. Therefore, it cannot go ahead. It's a question. That is ruined. That is ruined. Um, do you know what I think is probably the simplest way to ruin any... A wedding, right? It doesn't take long. It doesn't take a lot of planning. It doesn't take anything else. When everyone's, you know, away from the uh, dining area, right? Just sneak in and move all of their place cards. Right? Move all of their place cards, and just absolutely that would absolutely destroy anyone's day because everyone yeah. would be like, oh no, I don't know. <laughs> and and, um, and you know how they have the big map or go tell you where that will be going to these tables and going, but my name's not here. Oh, fuck it. Absolutely, That's fuck it. Would, but simple, but the effective. would have already happened by then. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm thinking but, the best way to um, stop a wedding in sixty seconds. All I'd need is a bomb disposal robot, a, a wandering bag, <laughs> and a chaffinch. <laughs> Wheel the bomb disposal <laughs> robot in. Tell everyone there's been a suspicious package and they need to evacuate. Oh, you, I know what you're thinking. What's the Chaffinch there for? He's trained. He's there to steal the veil of the bride on the way out. So even if they <laughs> make it back in for the wedding, she's veilless, and that awe of mystery is ruined. I'll tell you what, that started off like um, the ending of any Keenan and Kel episode. You know when he, he just clack, 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 kind of goes, hey, grab um, a toilet roll tube, a um, load of toothpaste, and a camel, and I'll meet you there. Um, that's how that started, and I would love to see that um, place. Jim, you're awful quiet. What are you thinking? How how are you going to ruin it? The thing is, sixty seconds is not a lot of time whatsoever. That is, so it, it's a minute, and obviously this discussion itself has lasted longer than that. So just trying to come up with something that is. So either way, it'd have to be because the way I, I'm I'm picturing this sixty seconds is in that in that moment you. You, you think, oh Christ, it goes now. You haven't had any chance to pre-plan. You haven't had any chance to, to, to do anything beforehand. So you can't like sneak a, a, a stink bomb in there and let it off because that, that, that would potentially ruin a little, like a portion of the wedding. You can't mm. take the vicar out the night before, get him hammered and, uh, and then tie him to, to a bed. In the, so when he wakes up in the morning, he can't leave. Um, that took a turn. I, I wasn't expecting to take. Um, but tripping up the flower girl, mildly inconvenience. But if you drop kick her through a window, mm. yeah. at that point, <laughs> you're going to cause more than just a little bit of a, a, a kerfuffle um, because an ambulance will most probably have to be called. And if it's someone like me or Josh who, who's, who's running and drop kicking this, this flower girl, then there's a possibility that this girl's going straight in a coma. Um, which Jesus will Christ. ruin oh my God. a wedding. Will, Jim, yeah. You're not wrong. Those are my <laughs> words. Um, I can't argue with anything that you've really said. Um, yeah. 
that would probably uh, solidly ruin it. Oh, um, God. Wanna, next. <laughs> does, does anyone want to up that? Any other uh, big designs? We're going to have a couple more, and then we're going to... How long um, do you think it would take me to knock out the, the groom with a cricket bat? Hands on the groom. groom is. Yeah. One fell swoop, Josh. I believe in that arm strength. I don't know if it depends who the groom is. I'm pretty sure any groom hit round the head with a cricket bat will will be knocked out within 60 seconds, even if it takes more than one shot. I'm not I sure. I mean, if if the groom, uh, for instance, is uh, is Tyson Fury, and My you hit him once with a, a cricket bat, uh, you're going to get hit with a cricket bat repeatedly. It's not going to affect him. He'll just carry on as well, is. I thought I got him straight yeah. in the back of the head. He didn't know where it was. Still, yeah, I think it, I think it would still affect him enough to knock him to the floor, and then you'd be able to repeatedly hit him again to knock him out. I don't think. I think if you've got the element of surprise in a cricket bat, I don't think it matters. It's a good bat as well. It's like a gun and more, or a good make of cricket bat. So the real question in this is. Sorry, sorry. I don't think anyone clocked Maddie's face when you started talking about good types of cricket bat. And she was just like, mm-hmm, yeah, I know exactly what you mean there, guys. Yeah, no, totally. How Josh. do you know what Maddie doesn't completely. know about good cricket bats? It was just, it was all in the eyes. <laughs> I don't like cricket. Oh, no. I genuinely hate it. I genuinely hate it. I'm, yeah, I'm not It's the most boring sport has ever existed yeah. and this is a world where bowls exists okay yeah, bowls is oh sick. do you know i love bowls i love a bit of bowls, I love a bit of bowls. bowls. no because when oh, we were going camping jack threatened me with bowls every goddamn day every day he threatened me with that? that we've got a an outdoor bowls with him because i don't want to play bowls i want to get pissed and look at the stars all right that's what you do that while playing bowls a game of bowls not as fun as that long yeah with two of you Oh, well, you know what, guys? All right. Jack, when he hears this... Oh, by the way, he made me... Jack, this is your shout-out. He wanted me to give him a shout-out. Um, That's hi, totally Jack. being cut. <laughs> Future Jack. Yeah. No, oh, you God. can't! Jim! I love Jack. I love I Jack. However, um, I did not mention him at the beginning, so he can't be in this. I'm sorry. Well, that's the end of discussions. Thank you very much. Um, we are N-dubs. na na nai Hi. This has been Improv O'Clock, and I've been Gareth. We're on social media at TMA Improv. Give us a like, or don't. I'm not your mum, or am I? If you have something that might inspire a scene in a future episode, send it in. Do it now. Mother knows best. Bye!